Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the podcast, Drive Away. Welcome. welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, like the last time we saw y'all was on Rock Boat 22. Mm-hmm. And that probably is one of the coolest experiences y'all have had, right? Is that fair yeah, to say? For sure. Yeah, for sure. To say. Did, uh, did it exceed your expectations? Yeah, I think I'm still processing it. It was it like there there were certain things I I was like able to anticipate or like imagine what it would be like, but there were so many other things that I just like did not expect. Um it was a crazy time. Yeah. So uh you know, the boat you know manifests so many different things in people's lives once you're on it, once you're off of it. Was your experience interacting with fellow rock boaters was that something that was just something that you guys just like were not prepared for i think you prepared us for it really in the interview before Sweet. we went on you, wait, wait, you wait, wait go chris that's <laughs> just right so there. when when i mean the first couple of days maybe the first day we i mean we got some gifts from some people some tattoos stick on tattoos um I thought, you, I thought you were going to say you guys got tattoos. Got tattoos. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have people coming up to us and um, just like you said, just the, the culture on the boat, everyone is, is really there, obviously for the music, but to really meet um, the people in the band. And um, it was what we, you when you said in the interview that a lot of people will come up to you and just already know you. And you were mm-hmm. exactly right. Like people were watching the music videos that were on the TV and um, and they they were even you know saying stuff about the songs that we wrote, um, so it was kind of it was awesome. It was an awesome experience. With right, that, it's... with that connection, I'm curious: were you able to connect with any of the other bands? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah, like um, um, we, think... we rode the bus. Oh, you were talking about? No, you, you go got for it. it. You going? <laughs> I'm gonna go. Okay. We rode, we happened to like get on the shuttle to get on the boat with Floorbird. And like, you're like, oh, who are you guys with? And then they're like, oh, we're all Floorbird. We're like, we're drive away. And it's just really cool to like already start off. Like the first interaction we have is meeting another band. Um, and then like we all mm-hmm. went to each other's shows, every performance on the boat. Um, it was really cool to meet them. And then, yeah, just getting to meet everybody on the boat. Floorbird was, was on the boat. Sure. Sick. Warbird? <laughs> Whoa! No way. Uh, we got a boat over there. Jump scare. All right, let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it together. We've got a few important What's questions. Up, and then we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> so we're gonna uh, we're gonna turn. So for those that are listening, uh, Floorbird <laughs> has now popped on to uh, take our podcast hostage for a little bit. 
And uh, I think they have some questions for you guys. Kyle left. Kyle's gone. Kyle's like, I'm out of here. I'm I'm not doing this. I plead the fifth. All right, I'm skipping all the must-ask questions, but I do have some important ones. So So, I I have a – it says here that two of you are related, yes? Yes. Why is that? Why? Why is that? Trenton would probably have a better a better perspective on this than I. I think it's a genetic thing, but <laughs> I think most of it is that we have the same parents. And, oh, and, and the other, yeah. and the other two, the other two. Why not them also? Um, at the I think at the end of the day, it's different parents for that question. Oh, oh. Mm. hope that helps. Mm. No, write that down. Write write that down. Um. Uh. Next. Um. Your song, your song, hold me close. Um, the line in the chorus is, "You say it's it's cold when you hold me close." Is that your first song about lizards? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Tell it. us about your other romantic uh, uh, moments with reptiles. I think s- summer song. We talk about that time a lizard cut you. With its claws, right? We also say sunrise don't sleep, and I don't think lizards sleep the whole night. <laughs> that write tracks. that down. Write that down. Let's, let's, let's look at <laughs> the scars. Oh, we also say the scars are healing, and that's referring to the lizard's tail regrowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Summer song's a lizard song. I forgot about that until you just brought that up. Um. Yes. So, 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 just, just, just one more. Um. Uh, far away. Part of the part of the reason we're here, you know, we had um wanted to wanted to see if we could join in on this. I know we had a great time on the boat. Um, you know, I hope you had a great time with us as well. So, nice. uh, last question: How come you never called? <laughs> you have a unified phone number. Yeah, is there a hotline? Yeah, we have a landline. Landline. Oh, we'll send it over. I'm it so sorry. He doesn't get caller ID, but we know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Kyle is smart to run wherever he Send is. Send over, and then we'll we'll call you from our landline, and we can make sure those. We actually those... don't call. We only play Fortnite. There's no phone calls at all. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pencil that in. You I'll may think he's that. joking, but most of the way we talk is while playing Fortnite in the right. in the group chat. Oh. There. Well, this has been informative. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so hurt. sorry. Just it, of course, it kicked me <laughs> out as soon as yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just lies. Weird. His mustache is getting longer. It means he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> my Wi-Fi is pretty bad in my back room, so it dropped me off. Uh, I say that at work sometimes. My Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. We need to go practice now. All right. <laughs> Have a good practice. Surprise. We love you and miss you. It was great to see you yes. guys, even if only for a short second for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, be safe. Before you guys there. jump off, though, there's there's a couple floorbird shows coming up, right? Do you want to tell the listeners about them? Uh, are we about to plug our show? Please do. No, do. Please do. It's a takeover. Uh, April 15th at Launch Music Conference. We're and- playing outside. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Is it Lancaster? Lancaster? Lan- no, it's I Lan- think it's pronounced L- 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 Lancaster. 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 That's all the local Lancaster. Yeah. Lancaster. Lancasters. As opposed Lancaster. to Lancaster. Um, May 12th at Warehouse on Watts in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Wow. As opposed to Philadelphia, Ohio. 
And we have, we do have others. I don't know if they're like announced. In they're July, announced. they're like yeah, in, in, sometime in July. And, and the re- Rock in the Perky. That's right. We do have Rock in the Perky in yeah. September. That's another festival. And we're just awaiting the day that Drive Away and Flowbird can hop in a van together. No, no well, Trenton just got a new car, so you guys are good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All the gear, all eight of us, and the merch person. We gotta go out west. Or south. Or south. Or yeah, go to south of Florida, go to the ocean. Let's go. We did one. <laughs> well, we won't hijack this podcast any longer. We won't filibuster it either. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, this has been amazing. See you guys later. Thanks for swinging by. Bye, boys. That was cool. Oh, that was, that was awesome. awesome. Wow. So we had uh, we've been working on that. Uh, Eric had reached out. I was like, "Hey, yeah. here's an idea." I'm just like, "I like, I like it. Let's let's do it." And then uh, super rude. Yeah, by so... just leaving as soon as they got there. How dare! <laughs> or or you seem smart. You seem by setting up a smart pass. Oh, like, yeah, I'm just gonna dip. Yeah. Well, thank God you guys mentioned connecting with Floorbird because oh, it would have been so, so awkward. awkward. Yeah, we mentioned every band so except for Floorbird. <laughs> <laughs> this real asshole in the boat, Eric. God. And and it, and it was it was neat that I I actually saw you guys kind of each each showed up mm-hmm. at each other's shows, so that was. That was definitely quite evident, and, and that yes. was like a really cool thing to to be able to see just from a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. So, so you had mentioned the shuttle um, where you guys had met uh, mm-hmm. Floorbird, right? And then, so my question to you guys is: Did you see that that small that small thing that like Six Man does to help break down those barriers to make people feel comfortable, artists feel comfortable? Something as small as a, a transport bus to take you from point A to point B with other artists some might be new on the boat was that obviously that was helpful yeah yeah for sure i know like from getting to the hotel um like before we saw anybody else at least for me like i was definitely feeling really overwhelmed and i was like oh like i don't know how the other artists are gonna like act towards us and like i i'm just like i just want to like try to find like you guys or jessica someone i know who i can like talk with (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um and just like immediately i think i think the first person we ran into was um Zach Bellman, i believe um and he was just like oh yeah like you want to come out and, like party with me tonight and we were like oh cool all right <laughs> um but yeah so like just that and then getting on the bus and um i think like yeah it was it was just sitting next to them and then like realizing they were also in a band and then like we started talking about kind of like our gear and like backgrounds and stuff and like there was like so many similarities and i think that just immediately i felt like super comfortable like from there on and we ended up like accidentally taking the same shuttle back with them as well (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) awkward (laughs) so you guys get on the boat now when you guys were getting to the ship um, I don't know what time you boarded, but were you able to see all the rock boaters waiting in like the the herd the herd area the hurdle area like um, herd cat like they push us all in the one area a uh, little did you know. see because I th- I think like the the line for the artists I mean at some point like it converged with them um, okay and I think everybody had like those t shirts mm-hmm. on with the symbols and stuff yes um that was like the first time I saw all the people. 
And so you get on the boat, right? And I forget, remind me, who here had been on a, on a cruise ship before? Only Poe. Only me. Yeah. Okay. We, Trenton and I had, but we were very young. I think it was eight. Okay. Y'all don't remember that? <laughs> Pretty much same experience this time around. I remember a little bit, but not enough to Pretty like. Pretty much the same experience. <laughs> like, I think in my head it was like Open three bar. times. Open bar, you know. Yeah, yeah. Open bar, Silent Discovery Night. So that's it. Yeah. Hanging out with rock stars. <laughs> yeah. So you got, you know, you guys get on the boat and then walk us through for the listeners out there. And this is important too, because like there's bands that are getting on the boat for the first time. And I think first time insight and reflection is good for fellow boaters and for new artists coming on and walk us through maybe some of your nerves while you got on the boat, when you figured out where you're going to be playing, how you guys approached that. And then like, obviously the amazing logistics that six man provided with getting your equipment mm-hmm. to the sets. Mm-hmm. Um, can you guys walk us through that, um, that process? Definitely big shout out six man for getting everything where it needs to be. Like we, we carried most of our mm-hmm. stuff onto the boat ourselves. And then when we realized that that would be a pain to do to every stage, we like asked if we could check some stuff after the fact. And they like took it right off our hands, put our names on it and got it to where it needed to go. So that was really cool. Um, I remember being super nervous getting on the boat, but then your rooms aren't open and you have all this gear and you don't know where to put it. So then they tell you, hey, just go hang out in the artist lounge. And when you walk in there, for the first day, like every band is just chilling in there. And so like we walked in, we found a place, we set our stuff down and then it just seemed like everybody was really friendly. So we just started talking to people and like, mm-hmm. we just started making friends and connections like right off the bat. Was, and that made the nerves go away, at least for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was also a little nervous about, um, like I didn't want to make like any mistakes or like fumble anything because I like I I felt this like large sense of professionalism with everybody. I didn't want to like slow anything down. And as soon as we went and got like our artist packet um from Keisha, she was so nice. And I was like, okay, I feel I feel comfortable now. And she was like somebody I was always happy to see like throughout the whole mm-hmm. the whole week. Keisha uh, signed Keisha. my um my rock boat bag. Yeah, um, yeah. And the three Keisha signatures. and Jessica were super super comforting and helpful and like always always very kind and open to any questions and that was that was a big deal nice trend i rem- i i don't know if ironic is the right word but it reminded me of when we played at house of blues um kyle if you remember when we were planning to unload oh, yeah. with everyone and this and this guy shows up with the truck and he's like we're gonna carry everything for you yeah, which is funny because that was the last time we played with Sister Hazel. <laughs> and it was 20, oh, nice. 2018, 2019, 2018. 2018. Yeah. Um, so it, I remember, I remember being like, of course, it's a Sister Hazel show. Of course, the staff is going to be amazing. Because mm-hmm. I, I just said that to myself when we were checking their gear because it was the same. Um, just feels like everyone wants you to succeed. Um. And more importantly, they they kind of express that out loud. The staff, the mixing engineers, um, mm-hmm. and the people watching you. Um, yeah. We were told after our first our first set, of course, we were nervous, and it's not that we played badly, but I was told by people they were like, um, "We're rooting for you, and we'll see you at the next show." And I was like, "That 
I'm like, yeah. where else mm-hmm. on earth is someone going to come to your show, find that you're you're nervous, and they're going to say, we're rooting for you. I'll see you at the next show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I think that was the moment. I was like, okay, I understand what the people who go to the rock boat are like. Um, yeah. And it's- it was also just like living on this boat where all the venues are and like knowing where we we're going to play and getting to go mm-hmm. meet the crew at each venue ahead of time was super helpful. Like, luckily, we got to play Spinnaker two shows in a row. So we kind of got like a rapport with the crew there. And they're so they fun. funny. I miss them. <laughs> the relief of them seeing our rig and just being like, yep, this makes sense. Okay, we're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, th- and then giving and us then... critique after the show. Like, here's what you can do better. And here's what we see bands that we work. Of course, the bands they work with are massive. They were all, I know one of them was talking about going to tour with John Mayer after the yeah. boat. Um, and they're like, these are the things you could do better. And I was like, so, so not only are like people supporting us, they're like actively telling us this is what you can do to be better from a technical standpoint, from a professional standpoint. And they were so excited when we would take that advice and apply it. And I think by our third, our third set, um, I think it was Nathan came up to me and he was like, you did it. You did all the things. That was amazing. And it's like, <laughs> they're with you through that journey mm-hmm. of that week and beyond that you know yeah that's that's the that's the culture that sister hazel and, and six men have created on the rock boat yeah um is that sense of camaraderie sense of family mm-hmm. um you know when you guys when you guys weren't performing you know you performed at magnums and then spinnaker two times where did you guys see yourselves like gravitating tour to and how did you guys silent manage disco. like go definitely so. the silent <laughs> disco we hit that up like every night sorry i cut off i cut the it hour, off there the hour after so a set i would say my cabin with all the lights off yes yeah, <laughs> i would go recharge and i would emerge and i would just find the boys somewhere yeah you know? and it was funny because like no one was looking for which notoriously on land when we play land shows um, I kind of get, I'll disappear a little bit sometimes when I get anxious. Um, so it's a very common thing for the band to be like, where is Trenton? And it's like, we're starting in 10 minutes. Where is Trenton? And so yeah. I know, I knew we were in a chill zone when that wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I was able to do my, do my things and, and just kind of find everyone. Places um, we played multiple times will be like side stage in the crew. Like, like the stage manager would be like, oh, you, you guys looking for your singer? You think he's back there? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, like, Trenton, what you are just talking about, um, I feel like vice versa from uh, a guest standpoint, right? Especially for Virgin Rock Boaters that are listening to this and, and you know, Virgin bands that are coming on. <clears throat> you don't have to worry about, like, you're going to find your people. Right. Yeah. You could just, you don't need to set a schedule. You don't need to, you know, some people like to set schedules each their own, but uh, that's the, one of the biggest positive things I love about the boat is I might, I flew in with Mark and Eamon. I might be staying at the hotel the night before with them. And then once you get on the boat, it's just like, all right, I know where I need to be. And I know six man does an amazing job with making sure you guys are made aware of uh-huh. where you need to be, when you need to be there. Um, what was it like showing up? to the stages that you guys played at and your stuff was just there like pretty nice 
I know you had. I, I know Tanner and I were really nervous about it, so we would like go like four hours before, and then three hours before, and two hours before, just to make sure it was there or that it was still there. You know, just like keeping track of it. Um, but it was always right there when we needed it, which is pretty cool. I I know Did as you... a band. Sorry. Oh, I was okay. Uh, I, as a band, <laughs> maybe y'all can agree with me. But I'm never nervous about playing. I'm never ner- nervous about singing or remembering the lyrics. I'm nervous about setting up the oh, stage. Yes. Set up is the most <laughs> stressful part every That's time. All I'm nervous about getting the in ears yeah. going, making sure the synthesizers are making noise. Are the guitars all working? Um, and for like h- half of that process to be done for us was a, I mm-hmm. was like suddenly like, wow, I'm thinking about how I'm going to perform in the show. And I never do that. It's, I feel like all of our shows are, we've spent so much time stressing about the tech aspects. You know, you blink and you're on the second song. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm playing a set right now. <laughs> and so for, for this time around, it was nice to just be able to be very present with the performance itself, um, which was, it, it's life-changing for someone as, it, it just moves my craft so far forward. Um, in that week that's awesome i was curious did you approach the two stages in a similar way did you obviously you seem like a crew that scouted it out i mean magnums is you know it's down there and it's a lot of energy in this compact space and then spinnaker is kind of more spread out how did you attack those two stages i think we it felt like we were on the defense with Magnums because we were so nervous to play the first set. Um, and I remembered, to, I don't know who I talked to. I talked to so many people. Uh, it was someone in, I want to say it was someone in Cure the Band said, when you play your first set, you'll get it and you'll be fine. And so I was like, okay, I just need to trust that. Um so, which is why I say it, I felt like we were just kind of on the defense. And then, like, the second that was over and we packed up, I was like, okay, I get it. And now we can kind of be on the attack side yeah, for the next mm-hmm. two shows. And then, and then it became, oh, do we want to extend this cover to a jam section? Do we want to switch up the orders? Do we want to play a solo where we usually don't play a solo? Um the, the more like, okay, now we can relax. Now we can get more creative. Um, but that was purely because it just happened to be that Magnum was our first show and Spinnaker was the second two. But mm. I'm sure if you flipped it, it would have been the same thing. What was your experience? So we were, we, we got asked to come up on stage uh, by Brian Facchino for the Positivity Jam. And I, I, I definitely had an awesome time up there with mm-hmm. all the artists and I I do remember seeing I may have had a couple cocktails that night. <laughs> and I remember seeing a few of you up there. Mm-hmm. What you know, speaking on, on that, what was it like interacting with other artists? Some, you know, have more, you know, noticeable names than others. And what was that experience like, you know, for you guys? Um yeah um just i I think it it was really refreshing at least for i can't speak for every big huge artist that there is in the world but at least every big artist that there was in the world everybody was very down to earth and like 
you're not you're not like some big famous person on the rock boat you're just like a person who's there playing music and i'm also a person who's playing music and you guys are people that are watching music and it's we're all just there for the same thing so like there's nobody that feels like they're better than other people and especially like at that jam night it was like oh i'm sitting here and there's scott from red one and blue and he's just talking to me like a guy and then he's going to go out and sing a song and then oh there's the guitar player he's going to go out too um it felt very informal i guess and nice mm -hmm. like every, everybody's just it was like there was no bars between anybody everybody's just equal on the boat that's at least what i felt yeah that was my best night for sure um because we had just played our second show which is like our first show where we were like okay this is how it's gonna be like you know so like we coming off of that like we we all felt really good um and we had we had also finished the uh the yacht rock thing which i was also like, really nervous about because <laughs> that, that was like right after the first show where we like were super nervous so that was like another big thing so after after like our first like cool everything was as expected show um we went and like did that and i think i i think hammer like we had ran into earlier and he invited i think like on wednesday he invited us to like go to that um because we, we didn't really know about all the events um, like, kind of, like what they were um and i went to that and i was just like this is so cool i remember i walked in and i just saw like kyle like with a drink on the side of the stage and i was like what is this <laughs> this is crazy um it was just funny. So, and then I joined him up there and we yeah. just hung out. I know that uh, Brian Bacchino mixed our first ever release Whoa. into the world as a band. Um, and I, and I just fact. remember he would, like, I think we he would call every other day, even if he hadn't mixed anything that day, just to check in and say, how do you feel about the next song? How does this song feel? And, I, and I'm just so thankful mm -hmm. because... We do know bands who have notoriously rough first release experiences. You know, you get in the studio and you're intimidated. And it's like when we when it came time for us to release, Ken was like, I know this guy named Brian. Let me see if he's interested. And I just we could not have been in more gentle hands where he just met us where we were. Um, so to see him in person was very emotional mm -hmm. because we had only talked on the phone. And when he realized who we were, it was just like, it was just like this blooming feeling in the room. Um, that's my side note on Brian. Thank you. <laughs> he's uh, he's a class act. He's one of the nicest people. And I can't, you know, I can only echo what you said about him. So Just so genuine. Um, mm -hmm. He's freaking amazing at his craft. And he just loves music yeah. so much. Like, like he, I, I feel like when the, the second he wakes up, to the second he goes to bed, any any waking moment, he's basically thinking about music the entire time. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, advice for new bands getting on the boat. What wisdom would you guys one. pass on to them? Uh, I went to bed at 11.30 on my first night. <laughs> uh, A.M.? PM. Because I'm, 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 like, I'm like an elementary school teacher, my sleep schedule wasn't adjusted. And I was like, whatever, I'm going to burn out if I don't okay. go to bed on this boat at an appropriate mm. time. And then I felt like I had missed out already on the first night. So then 
every other night I would hang out with the boys, even if I was going to stay up late, because at least, you know, you can sleep in a little bit. So just like experience as much as you can in the time that you can, because there's not a wasted minute on the boat, really. That's my advice. I would, I would also say uh, trying to reach out to other bands ahead of time, um, mm. like doing some sort of collaboration. Because I don't think we mm-hmm. really understood the like depth or extent of that. Because um, I th- I think we were like, oh my god, like everybody's so high above us, like we can't we can't ask for anything from like mm-hmm. anybody. Um, and and we didn't realize like how much of that kind of stuff had been playing like between other people. Um, so I would definitely, definitely recommend that because I don't, I don't think we, we were kind of prepared for how that was going to be. Nice. Did you guys get a chance to pop off the boat and do any excursions or anything? Uh, we went into the DR and the Bahamas when we, when we docked there. Nice. Did you guys yeah. have a good time? We had a great time. That was nice. We didn't go too deep into DR. We um, we went downtown for a little bit and saw a dog throw up. And I it think was, we were like, all right, it was we like can that go beautiful back. umbrella street. And we were like, wow, that's so beautiful. Yeah. And then this dog hobbled out into the middle of this beautiful frame of umbrellas and just barfed on the road. Guys, we all have bad days. That dog had a terrible day. <laughs> I'm sure that dog was a respectable man. Just had a little bit too much to drink. Probably stayed up yes. past 1130. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we went back to that like what? pool area and just hung out again with each other. Yeah. Um, what what drinks do we have in the Bahamas, Trenton? It was so good. Bahama Mama? You didn't have a Bahama no. Mama. It wasn't a Bahama Mama. No, it was like it was daiquiri. Uh, daiquiri. It was oh, daiquiri. Like we never get this. So good. <laughs> it was delicious. I feel like in real life, so we all, I get like a gin and ice, literally. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I man. Guess, oh, you have sweet yeah, stuff. Or is that? Oh, you drink sweet stuff. Like right to the point. Sweet stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I usually drink cocktails. I don't usually I like it. Well, on the boat. I feel like we usually get stuff that will work in the long run, but it will take us a long time to finish because it doesn't taste that amazing. Yes. That is the strategy. Smart. Every time. Nathan does gin on the rocks. So I do tequila shots. on the rocks. <laughs> Tanner drinks water because he's twenty. <laughs> I'm joking. He's not. He's Tanner's not. He's not. Not. He's not twenty. He's of age. <laughs> I'm twelve. For anyone that's not drinking, he's of age. That's outstanding. Tanner likes IPA. Tanner does. Tanner does like a good little yes. IPA. He's a happy boy. Yeah. Happy boy. <laughs> Where can listeners who are going to be new on the boat this year um, and, you know, some new bands that are going to be listening to this, where can people go to find all things you guys? Taylor, take it away. Instagram, probably the main thing, um, since you can find everything else from there. What's the username on Some sort of (laughs) at driveway. Very simple. Oh, very good. I always get that one on Twitter confused because like the Twitter is like at driveway band or something. Yeah, I know. Because we couldn't get driveway because some look Tanner. I don't have it. Spotify or iTunes. Can I find you guys anywhere else? <laughs> yeah, like literally all the other ones. I don't know the names of. You're on all the anywhere other ones? you can stream music. Yeah. We're on Snapchat. You must have an incredible distribution platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with my <laughs> promo code. 
You can hey, hey, hey Trent, whenever you want to join us to, you know, yeah. to do this part of the show, you are more than welcome, man. You're killing it. Yeah, but that um, TikTok, Our trying website? to do that. We got at Driveway on there, too. Driveaway.band. Um, so that was cool. They made a beautiful website for us. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it should yeah. be easy to find. Just make sure uh-huh. drive away is one word. It's not, and don't forget that extra A in there. And you're not looking for and you're not looking for the auto yes. parts store. Yeah. And we, we have gotten some offers for our Instagram handle. And we're like, absolutely not. Don't pay <laughs> That's funny. Awesome. Guys, this was this was so much fun. And uh, we, we truly appreciate it. The boaters are gonna appreciate it that you guys found some time to chat about your experience on the boat and uh look forward to chatting with yeah. you guys again soon thanks great. y'all yeah for sure thank, thank you, you. Let, let me also on a final note we appreciate y'all the, the the little hearts on instagram the comments the likes like we are your love is so present to all the thank you mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm just like so uh, yeah thankful like every time i see you guys' name pop up on instagram i'm like yes the boat guys <laughs> <laughs> the boat guys the yeah boat. you guys you guys are you guys are awesome and appreciate it i'm glad that we got to experience you guys on the boat and build this relationship and uh you know um yeah that's all i can say yeah anything we can do to help support you keep us updated when things are coming out and we, we truly would love to have you back awesome. on thanks guys absolutely, absolutely. thank us you too. All right. Cool. All Hopefully, right. we see well, you on yes. another boat. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hope so. All right, guys. Have a good Thank night. You. Thank you. Uh, you too. Right. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye.